Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it and also with food and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman. And today's episode is about a question that a listener asked me, which is this one. How strict are you, Netta? In other words, do I eat absolutely no type of sugar? Or am I more relaxed about the types of sugar that I eat? And underlying that question is, what about you? How strict are you? So I'll get to my answer to this question in just a minute. But first, I just wanted to tell you that if you're looking for some free resources about how to get rid of cravings, then I have plenty for you. Come check out the Life After Sugar Facebook page and subscribe to the Life After Sugar YouTube channel, as well as my Instagram account at MyLifeAfterSugar, which is where you'll get all kinds of inspiration so that you can see that it's perfectly possible to live a happy and active life, even if you don't eat sugar. You can also check out my TikTok account at Netta underscore LifeAfterSugar. And you can also download my five tips to start getting rid of cravings. Look in the description in the show notes along with this episode. All right, so here's my answer to this listener question. How strict are you, Netta? I love this question because it uses the word strict. And I want to zoom in on that word, not just because I'm an English teacher, but also because strict to me brings up images of school teachers being harsh and stern and authoritarian and rigid or people following rules or demanding that other people follow rules and be obedient and observant and basically doing things perfectly. No room for mistakes. So in that sense, How strict am I? Well, I'm not strict at all. And in fact, the whole idea of being strict or following rules or having a lot of discipline is kind of like the complete opposite of my personality and basically of how I see life. And maybe you relate to that type of personality or maybe you don't. But it doesn't really matter because really... We're all different and what works for me may be an inspiration for you or it may be the complete opposite of what you need. That's just fine. My personality is such that I don't like following rules, especially strict rules. I mean, I feel bossed around just reading a recipe. So although I spent the first few months of my life after sugar checking labels and looking out for hidden sugars and avoiding artificial sweeteners and highly processed starches in the grocery store and in restaurants, 
After a while, I relaxed a little bit. And I don't stress out anymore if, for example, there's a little bit of flour in some gravy or a sauce at a restaurant. Or if one or two ingredients aren't completely clean. Because for the most part, I eat whole unprocessed foods. Plus, it didn't take long for my tastes to change and become much more sensitive to sweetness. So, I don't actually like sweet tastes anymore. And it's my taste buds, rather than my strictness, that determines whether or not I choose to eat a food. And in that sense, I don't need to be strict. Because the types of foods that I choose to eat, real whole foods, rather than industrialized packaged food products, well, I eat these real whole foods because they're delicious, they fill me up, they give me energy, and they make me feel good. And because that's really important to me, I don't need to be strict. But over and above the word strict, the question itself is a very interesting one. It's interesting because I suspect it may come from the diet culture. Now, you may have a little bit of experience with the diet culture. Most of us ladies have. And in my experience, at least, the diet culture promotes restriction, obsession around food and exercise, stigmatizing if you're plus size, and basically creating anxiety about how you look and how you behave or don't behave. Most of us are in the diet culture, whether we like it or not. Examples of diet culture include labeling foods as good or bad. And by the way, a lot of people who don't really listen carefully to this podcast believe that I label sugar as bad. But if you're here listening, you know that's not true, right? I don't give a moral value to sugar any more than I give a moral value to any other inanimate object. Other examples of the diet culture include feeling guilt or shame for eating something, like sugar, or attempting to suppress your appetite, either with some type of food or drink, or even drugs. Other examples of the diet culture could be avoiding certain social situations to avoid eating or making a big deal about how we eat to try and convince others to be like us. How about weighing yourself and changing your behaviours based on the number on the scale? That's the diet culture. And so is worshipping thinness and weight loss. And feeling envious of others for their weight loss or their perceived strictness or discipline. The diet culture is so prevalent that it even permeates the questions that we ask. It's like we're stuck in this paradigm and it's really difficult to step out of it. So I'll try to answer this pretty simple question, which, if you remember, was how strict are you, Netta? Simply put, I'm not very strict at all. I don't aim for perfection. In fact, I let go of perfectionism back in my 40s. And now I enjoy being imperfect. 
So do I scrutinize every item and label and list of ingredients to see if I can find hidden sugars in there? Well, most of the time, no, I don't. Want to know why? I'll tell you right after this short break. I just want to take a quick break to say that if this is your first time here, then welcome and thank you for listening to this podcast. And whether you're new or a regular and you haven't yet rated or reviewed this podcast, could I ask you to scroll down and tap on the stars to rate this podcast and also to write a short review to let me know how this podcast is helping you in your life after sugar. In fact, here are a couple of five-star reviews. The first is from Karen, who says, I love how Netta is empowering others by getting the word out. Thanks for spreading the message. And thank you, Karen. And another five-star review from Jess Elaine, who says, I am day five of sugar, and I'm so thankful to have come across this podcast, helping me keep on track. Ah, that's great to read. I love reading your reviews. And when you rate and review this podcast, not only does it encourage me to continue making new episodes, but it also helps to share this podcast and have more people see it so that we can help more people feel better and lose weight with less sugar. So again, thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast and for spreading the word about sugar. Okay, so just before the break, I was on the verge of finally answering the perfectly valid question, how strict are you, Netta? And I was saying that, well, I'm not really strict at all, at least not according to the dictionary definition of strict. And do I look at food labels and nutrition facts tables and lists of ingredients at the grocery store? Well, not that much, actually. Why? Because most of the foods that I buy don't even have labels and ingredients lists. They are ingredients. They don't have ingredients. Does that mean that I don't care about the foods that I buy? On the contrary, I care very much. But that's my point. These are foods that I'm buying and consuming, not food products. Now, I have to tell you that at the beginning of my journey, back in 2015, when I first went to the grocery store with my list of real whole foods, I honestly didn't really know what that even meant. And I spent, oh, at least two hours walking up and down the aisles, picking up boxes and packets and cans, scrutinizing the labels, trying to figure out the nutrition facts, and puzzling over the ingredients before putting them all back on the shelf again. It was a real challenge, not just because I didn't know much about nutrition or food labels, but because it's almost like food packaging is specifically designed to be confusing. So I was so relieved after several months of reading labels and feeling frustrated and 
quite frankly, manipulated by the food industry, I was so relieved to just let it go and stick with real whole foods that, for the vast majority, don't have labels. A lot of us consumers feel that we need to analyse every label and packaging so that we don't get caught out by the food industry and their sneaky ways of hiding sugar and starches in our foods. But actually, there are no sneaky added sugars and starches in real whole foods. And there's no fancy packaging either. So if we do stick to real whole foods, then we don't have to bother being strict. Oh, but wait! What if you want to let go a little, Netta? Have fun! Treat yourself! Enjoy your life and your food! Won't that be difficult if you're just eating boring, healthy whole food? Well, I'm glad you asked me that. Because after eight years of living sugar-free, my paradigm has shifted from needing sugary and highly processed foods to have fun to not needing them at all and finding my fun and my treats elsewhere. In fact, now... I have way more sources of fun and treats than when I was eating sugar. And because I don't feed my cravings with sugary, highly processed foods, I don't need to be strict. Looking for comfort or reward or meeting my emotional needs with sugar is no longer on my radar. So I'm not white-knuckling it until the next time that I can let go or have a cheat day or any other example of the diet culture. I don't need to do any of that because I have other coping skills that I've developed over the last eight years and so I don't need self-discipline and I don't need to be strict. Now, believe me, I'm not telling you all this to show off. I'm telling you this to show you that it actually is possible to change your beliefs about sugar or your paradigm, and to not actually need or miss sugar anymore. Now, I would have never believed this possible, and maybe you don't believe it either. But I'm living proof, and believe me, I'm not the only one, living proof that it is possible, and that it is possible to step out of the diet culture and step out of the need to be strict or perfect. It is possible to enjoy your life and enjoy your food. Enjoy grocery shopping, enjoy cooking and meal prep and enjoy going out to restaurants and dinners with friends and family outings and basically to enjoy life. Life after sugar. Where you feel good and look good You have more energy for activities after work. You have energy to run around with your children and your grandchildren, to do all your favourite activities, to travel, to fit into your favourite clothes effortlessly and to feel proud of yourself when you look in the mirror. It is possible to feel confident and in control of your food choices consistently without having to be strict. And especially it is possible to choose what you eat 
and what you don't eat without feeling like you're on some kind of restrictive diet because you're putting your health and your well-being first. And in that sense, there's nothing harsh or uncompromising or rigid or severe about that. On the contrary, it's easy and gentle and kind and tolerant. It's 100% self-care and self-love. But how do you get there? It took me years to get to that place of freedom and peace of mind. And I don't want it to take that long for you. And that's why I created the Freedom from Cravings Formula 90-Day Program. If you're at the stage of your life now where you finally have the time to take care of yourself, and if you know all the theory You've read a ton of books, you've listened to a bunch of podcasts, and you already know which foods are healthy, but you still feel like a failure. Because, let's face it, you've tried all the diets, and you just don't seem to be able to let go of sugar and lose those extra pounds like you used to when you were younger. And even if you love intermittent fasting, you may be struggling to be consistent because of cravings. The Freedom from Cravings Formula program may be exactly what you need. It's specifically designed for women over 50 who want to get rid of cravings, slim down and finally feel in control around food without needing to be strict. That's real freedom. And to get into the program, All you need to do is to book a clarity call to chat directly with me and we'll see if the Freedom from Cravings formula is a good fit for you. Go to aftersugarclub.com and click on the big green button to schedule a clarity call with me. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode. 